going on, you guys? I'm Dante. And I'm Michelle. And you are tuned into Life Instructions Not Included, a podcast about us finding all the missing pieces to make your life feel a little bit more normal. Coming from different walks of life, we will try to start a conversation that mentally stimulates us and challenges the way we think. And today we're going to talk about a controversial topic, something that does challenge our values, and it is cancel, cancel culture. culture. But before we hop into today's topic, let's do our short check-in. How are we doing today? Doing really good. Let's see what's happening. I've been really busy with applying to jobs. Nice. And I even got a call back, so that's in the works. And that's... Oh, never mind. No, we don't want people stalking you. All right. <laughs> so that's in the works. Interviews coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm out of it. I had to ask my friend who's like, who does interviews for her job, and I'm like, what do people wear nowadays? Because I feel like it's gotten really, like, laxed or chill. Like, some people don't care anymore. What do you think? And I was just, so, so hold on, sorry. I asked her, I'm like, what do people wear? And she was like, yeah, when people walk through the door, like, I don't know what to expect. People uh-huh. have come in, like, jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. I know, it's trippy. Because... I would never wear jeans. I mean, at this point, I don't think, maybe it's like a Gen Z type thing where they just don't care. So I'm sorry. I shouldn't say I would never wear jeans. What we were taught in high school when you were, you know, were job applying and how to interview and whatnot, they would never have, they would have never suggested it's okay to wear jeans. Well, it's confusing. So it's kind of engraved in my head. Well, I remember in high school, they were saying, yeah, don't wear jeans, but dress like the other staff are dressed. Mm, So never that one. When I was at Nike, this had to be high school, like right after high school, they were saying that you should dress like all the employees are dressed. So sports gear. And I'm like, I should really? come in shorts and a workout yeah. shirt. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, just do it. I'm like, no pun intended because it was Nike. But, so um, what did you do? I, did you dress up? I wore slacks and a dress shirt. Okay. Yeah, I dressed up. Yeah. I don't want to risk it because I yeah, really wanted to get sure. that 40% imp- discount on shoes. <laughs> well, like first impression matters so much. And so I'm um, going to head to the mall after this to like go get you an interview outfit, you know, but exciting nice that's what's up yeah what have you been up to i think i'm finally back on track with the sleeping schedule so for those of you that did tune into last week's or today's episode we're a week last week's episode i guess last week's episode yeah so for those of you that listened to the holiday special um at that time i just got back from the philippines right and i thought i was fine so you know i would take my regular nap in the middle of the day and wake up around six and i'm like oh shit like I feel good, but I wouldn't go to sleep till 2 a.m., mm-hmm. right? Then I had to wake up at 4 or 5 a.m., mm-hmm. and then I would do the same thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, when, did, when, when am I going to get back to normal, right? That's so weird. And it wasn't until yesterday that I finally... Um, Sorry, I only say that's so weird because I didn't travel anywhere internationally, and I'm also sleep not sleeping until 2 or 4 a.m., <laughs> and I have to get up like whenever the kids get up, yeah. so... Struggle bus over here. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, it's like <laughs> finally, I'm. I feel like I'm back on track. Last night I went to sleep around ten or eleven, but luckily I had a full schedule at work and mm-hmm. I had no time to take a nap. So right mm-hmm. when I got home, I watched the last episode of Wednesday. Okay, have you seen that? Uh, we just started last night. Actually, we finished the first episode. Did you like it? You know. It was just on in the background for me. I was working on something else. <laughs> but, I mean, it seemed okay. All I, right. Well, give it another shot. I'm not but yeah, bad. 
I finally watched the last episode and went to sleep, woke up around five this morning and I'm not tired. You know, it's right now it's about two o'clock, about to be two o'clock. Mm-hmm. And around this time I'm like crashing. Yeah. Could also be because of that crack-infused Vietnamese coffee mm. from Coffeeholic. Uh-huh. Uh, for our, those of you that have had that <laughs> coffee, the Coffeeholic dream, it is like cocaine. Not that I've ever done it, but <laughs> it is a drug. It's crazy. You know, that coffee will keep me going for maybe five, six hours and then in hyperdrive. Yeah. Well, yeah, then you crash. But you- as long as you keep doing something, you're okay. Because the first time I had that drink, it was maybe two years ago, right when the pandemic started. I drank it so much that I could feel my heart pounding through my chest. Mm-hmm. And I thought I had to go to the ER. Like, that's how terrified and how strong, how terrifying and strong this drink was. That's crazy. Yes. I don't know. Coffee doesn't really affect me like that. I don't feel like the physical effects of coffee. And I say, oh, coffee doesn't have an effect on me. Mm-hmm. And yet, I don't know. I could be up really late. I actually don't know if it's my insomnia or coffee at that point. <laughs> but I do know you take late naps, and I think late naps in general are just bad for your sleeping um, mm-hmm. sleeping patterns. Yes, and I'm done with that. So I'm back on track, and it uh, feels good. Quick feels good. question. Um, what Netflix show are you moving on to? Do you have one? No, I'm done. Queue? I was You're watching okay. Dead to Me yes. with my mom. I got her hooked on it when we yeah. were in the Philippines, so me... My mom and Dylan would watch a couple episodes. I like every Dead day. to Me. I need to start the new season. Yeah, and I didn't know that was Christina Applegate. Oh, uh huh. She looks a yeah. little like completely different than she did in Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that growing Married up? Married with Children. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I got her hooked on that. We finished the third season. Waiting oh, for the. Dead. I don't even know if there's gonna okay. be a fourth. I think that might be oh, it because no the end of the third it don't. didn't. Don't ruin it. Okay. 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 <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. So I have no other shows to watch. All right. And I'm not a shows person because I'm usually working. So. I'm on yeah. Manifest right now. <laughs> I, can I say, hold on. Manifest is the last TV show I actually watched in live TV. What do I mean when I say live TV? Like For those of you, for those of you Gen <laughs> Z that don't know what live TV is, that's uh, cable. When you like actually like had to tune in at a specific day and time to watch a show. Actually, so. you kind of don't still, even if it's live TV, because DVRs, you can record. No, but I'm saying Manifest was the last TV show for me that I did watch live. Like yeah. I used to tune in every week at that day and time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I watched it like before it came out on Netflix. And I was like, oh shoot, Manifest is back? Okay, let me watch. So I've been watching that been really bad because I'm like hey let me just limit myself to like one episode tonight Mm -hmm. but of course whoever watches only one episode when it comes to Netflix yeah not I which also could be contributing contributing (laughs) it's the way I say that word I don't know okay contributing to like my sleep patterns because I'll end up watching like three episodes yeah terrible that's the problem with having these shows easily accessible right oh my god! when you put the whole season out it that's just so kills bad. you because it reels you in they leave you in a cliffhanger and you're just like fuck yeah let me get the next one the way they end tv shows now or like episodes now it's like the worst yeah the worst cliffhangers mm-hmm. they need to cancel that that's what they need to do <laughs> for real all right so getting to today's topic you know i feel like there are a lot of things happening in the news that were controversial as far as, um, or at least what I was following, uh-huh. it was controversial. And I didn't really follow it too closely. 
because there's a lot of historical facts that are involved that I personally didn't want to dive into. Mm -hmm. My issue was the consequences that were placed on these individuals because of their point of view on something Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. didn't. I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's tough to say. I wasn't sure whether these, whether their actions caused any harm to people. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit confused with what was happening. Mm-hmm. So what I'm talking about is the Kyrie Irving and Kanye situation with the anti-Semitism. Yes. And I didn't really know what was happening with Kyrie, like what he did. So tell me more a little bit about this incident or whatever, because I am not too familiar. Like I haven't been following. So what I understand is that Kyrie retweeted or shared a trailer of a documentary or some movie about, I think it was about where the real Jewish people come from. And there's been this huge movement that has been in the media lately about, I think it's about black people or the real Jewish people coming from Africa. I think that's part of it. Anyways, after he shared that video, that trailer, whatever it was, he was being viewed or judged as being anti-Semitic. And okay. so he was banned from playing. Um, then they oh, gave him was. this... Yeah, then they gave him this whole list of things he needed to do. I think he needed to... Like what? He needed to donate like a large amount of money to an organization. Mm-hmm. He needed to sit down with, I think, Holocaust survivors or... Who brought upon this list to him? I'm pretty sure it was the commi- either the commissioner or it was... Um, someone that's associated with the team. Mm-hmm. Either way, someone uh-huh. said, you have to do this or else you're not going to be able to play. Mm-hmm. And from my point of view, I was like, oh shit, Like they're giving him a whole bunch of shit for sharing a video. Mm-hmm. And I think he even clearly stated that he didn't have hate towards Jewish people, mm-hmm. um, nor does he discriminate Jewish people. It was just some video that he, that he shared and believed was true. Mm-hmm. And... From what I heard, the video wasn't controversial. I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch the video. I couldn't find the video. I looked for the tweet and everything. I couldn't find mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But people had issues with, like, why does he have to do all this stuff in order to be able to play, yet someone else does something crazy, and it takes forever for them to have any repercussions. For mm-hmm. instance, when that um, the Clippers owner, uh, the LA Clippers, he was being recorded saying all this racial stuff to I think his either girlfriend or wife mm-hmm. at the time and when that recording went out mm-hmm. nothing that was happened. he was still the owner nothing happened you know I think I think he either stepped down or he had to sell the team I'm not sure mm. but I remember there was um, he wasn't like given a list no like, there was this pro- is what you need to do nope. in order to yeah and the team had a protest like I think the mm. team was wearing all black shirts for a while they weren't they were covering up the logos mm-hmm. I mean they still played mm-hmm but there was no requirement for the owner to do certain things before he could get the team back. And mm-hmm. it took a while for them to say something about it, you know? I wonder why that is. Why some people are held more accountable than others. Yeah. Do you think it's just a power, like a power play or like... I think some of it has to be a power play. Some of it also depends on the community that it targets. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I definitely think in the media, you know, they do present the black versus white issue a lot more mm-hmm. than anything else. For example, during the Stop Asian Hate Movement, mm-hmm. uh, there was 
there were a lot of videos of black people attacking Asians mm-hmm. that were shown through the news, right? Yeah. So I even had had people tell me like, oh, well, why are black people doing this to Asians? Like, what the hell? That's yeah. kind of messed up. Like, why are they being racist towards Asians? Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I never saw any of these videos, right? Oh, you didn't? Uh, well, I saw... I saw one where a Filipino lady got like right hook uh-huh. knocked out. Mm. It was cold. It was it was really bad. Those this is in New York. Are, those videos are so sad. Oh yeah, definitely. It's but I saw like one video and my friends were saying, "Oh, I, we see these videos all the time." Yeah. I had a client that's actually a sociologist and he was doing one of these studies about stop Asian hate mm-hmm. and what's being portrayed in the media media and he was bringing up the statistics. And he said the statistics show that most of the attacks that are happening against Asian people are coming from white people mm-hmm. and typically white males. Mm-hmm. But those aren't being shown mm-hmm. on TV, right? Yeah. So we're kind of blinded by what's being presented I was gonna or say blinded shown, by the news. I was going to say shown on TV nor shared over social media. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like when something gets on social media, it can't spread like it could be viral. Fire. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it could go viral. <laughs> or I guess, but like rapid fire, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, yeah. It's like, who's, who's sharing it? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that's where this whole idea came to me where I was like, maybe we should kind of discuss this. Um, mm-hmm. It was the Kyrie situation and, you know, the Kanye situation because they were both similar where it was about anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of other people that were involved in cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And a few examples, you know, we've got Chris Brown, the whole mm. beating up Rihanna thing, um, mm-hmm. R. Kelly, which mm-hmm. y'all know. Uh, mm-hmm. If you don't, mm-hmm. go read or something. There's a lot out there. And then we've got Joe Rogan. A lot of people don't know about that one. It was him saying the N-word in a an old clip. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was in an old episode of one of his podcasts. And... He had to defend himself saying that he was just repeating a speech or something like that. So uh-huh. those weren't his actual words. Okay. But the controversy was that regardless of whatever it is, it. you said it and you shouldn't be saying it. Uh-huh. So people were fighting saying, oh, you got to cancel him. You know, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be getting a podcast. I think it's, I don't know who's hosting it, but they're like, why are you, you guys shouldn't pay him anymore. Cut him off. Interesting. And then. Only interesting yeah. because, I mean, how many times is that N word said in, in lyrics, and how many times are people repeating mm-hmm. those lyrics, and nothing can, you know, can come about it? But because he's a public figure or he has like a large following or a large platform, that's why he is getting canceled. Well, not just that. Okay, go He's on. white. That's and true. I think that's, that's, true, that's yeah. where you kind of draw the line, right? Uh-huh. I was talking with a coworker about this. And he was saying that, I don't understand the big deal. You know, he wasn't talking badly about black people. He was just repeating something. Mm-hmm. And my client, not my client, sorry, my coworker, he's Asian. And, you know, where we grow up, there's a lot of people of color that say the word, right? Mm-hmm. People that aren't black. And for me, I personally don't care because, actually, hold on, let me rephrase that. If you grew up in our neighborhood and that was the culture you're around and mm-hmm. you're not white, I don't care mm-hmm. because that's kind of like how we all grew up. And I might get a lot of flack for that just because people are going to be like, oh, you're black. Why would you think that? I'm like, well, mm-hmm. the way that I was raised, the household mm-hmm. I'm raising, I'm not raised in a black household and the community I'm in, it's not 
primarily black, like what we grew up around, that's kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. And so... And you think that makes it okay? I think it... You know, that's troubling, troublesome, because I don't know whether... I never had took the time to process whether it's okay or not. Because mm-hmm. the way that I see it, the way that it's used by people that are not black, when they say the N-word, it's almost as if they're labeling themselves as the N-word as well, like using it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, although there's like a completely different meaning mm-hmm. to that word and how it came about. But that's just the way that I see it because... I relate it to what Fat Joe, Big Pun. I mean, actually, those are probably the only two people that are non-black, that are not black in the rap industry that I know that use that word, okay. or that at least I can recall that use that word. And like mm-hmm. nobody really said anything. It's like acceptable of them too. Yeah, because that's kind of what it was, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that I see it. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. Yeah, but my sorry, sorry, going back to my coworker, he just didn't understand why people wanted to cancel him, and it just blew my mind because it was something that's not acceptable and I personally thought that he didn't need to be canceled but I felt like there needed to be an open discussion about it Mm -hmm. and Joe Mm -hmm. Rogan needed to have that open discussion with the public about it right Mm -hmm. so with my coworker, I was able to have that Mm -hmm. and I pretty much say like I'm I'm not gonna cancel Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Do I think what he did was acceptable? No. Mm-hmm. Do I think he should understand why it wasn't acceptable? Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you were to cancel him, he doesn't have that opportunity to do it. Exactly. Or he might not have that opportunity to do it. Absolutely. And that's like one of the reasons why I actually I don't like cancel culture. So there's some reasons why I do. There's some reasons why I don't. Uh-huh. I'm like yes and no, but ultimately I think like I. Don't like cancel culture, and I think that cancel culture can be toxic. Uh-huh. Um, for one of the reasons you said that once, so the idea of cancel culture, and let me just like give a quick, uh, I guess like definition or overview um, of what it is for the, some of those who like might be a little confused or just not sure of of what it is. But it's my understanding, like when a gra- a mass group of people. Um, ostracize or partake in like a social rejection Mm -hmm. of someone usually of power or who has a large platform Mm -hmm. that has done or said something that was unacceptable yeah and so what happens when you cancel someone it doesn't give the other person the opportunity or it doesn't give the opportunity for like healthy dialogue to happen Mm -hmm. To maybe hear the other person's side or just, or anything. I don't know. Yeah. What were you going to say? Well, I think that it's important to hear the other person's side depending on what they did. Yes. So. Yes. With R. Kelly, I don't need to hear why you did it. That's yeah. not, that's just a no. That's a definite no. With like James Corden, I think his name is James, the guy that does the karaoke yeah. stuff, or the car karaoke stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading that he did, I guess he went to a restaurant and. Like, the way he treated employees, mm-hmm. like, it was horrible. He was just mean. He was rude. like, how do you not know how to do your job? Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Just yelling at everybody because mm-hmm. the orders were wrong. And people were like, oh, shut him down. He shouldn't get a TV show. He's dis- disrespecting mm-hmm. people. But now, if we were to do something like that in a regular job, like, there might be some type of re- reform or remediation. Was it remedial classes or something like that? I don't know if that's the right uh-huh. term. So. <laughs> no, I do. I mean... So I do often think about it like, okay, this 
person doing this bad act or saying the bad things, like how often do they do it? What is their intention behind it? Like, are they aware that it's like what they're doing is bad Mm -hmm. or unaccepted by others? Like, are they a repeat offender or is this just a one-off where they might have misspoke? Yeah. Like, for example, the basketball player you talked about earlier, Irving, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that was maybe a one-off. Like, again, I don't know his history, but it sounds like it was just like a retweet and like some people didn't even view the trailer or video as controversial. So he probably wasn't thinking that much of it, Mm -hmm. opposed to someone like... Maybe Kanye West, who has repeated behaviors, or... (laughs) People are going to hate me for this one. Uh Definitely going to hate me for this one. So, Kanye. Yeah. He made a statement a long time ago where he said slavery was a choice. Okay? Yeah. he's. It was something about... It's been around for, like, hundreds of years, and Mm. at that point, it doesn't sound like... It sounds like it was a choice. Yeah, yeah. so I didn't listen to the whole interview. Mm-hmm. I listened to a portion of it. But to me, like I I kind of agree. Not saying not saying that not saying, oh yeah, you could have just left. Because uh-huh. it wasn't that simple. Yeah. But the overall idea of anything in life being a choice, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. But as far as saying, oh well, if you didn't want to be a slave, you could have just left. Like I don't agree with that. Yeah. But I do agree with the idea that anything in life is a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you have a gun to your head, you could choose not to do it. But choose not to do what if you anything, have a gun to anything, your head? Anything, anything. If someone oh. puts a gun to your head saying, hey, do this, do this like uh-huh. you still have yeah, a choice. So when I heard him say Ooh. that. What are the repercussions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you put a gun in my head, I'm probably yeah. going to do what you tell me to uh-huh. do, right? But when I heard Kanye say, you know, it was a choice, mm-hmm. that's the way that I saw it. Uh-huh. Where maybe that's what he's thinking. Where yeah. If you wanted if you didn't want to be something, then don't be it. Mm-hmm. You know? Do I agree with the overall statement of saying that if you want to be a slave, then you could have just not been a slave? Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I saw what he was trying to say. Maybe that was that's what he was mm-hmm. trying to say, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of well, people gave him shit for that. And, and and that's the thing. So this idea that someone can be canceled in a second just uh-huh. because of something they said. Yeah. And it could have been taken out of context or they might have misspoke or something. Like, that's kind of wild to me. Yeah. And it makes people like, I mean, it, it takes away their um, kind of freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And they're not able to say their, like, opinion, which is like... You should be able to say your opinions. Now, when do you think you draw the line with freedom of speech, though? I mean, I think when, if it's like bringing actual harm to someone. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's tough. Like, if you ask someone what their point of view is on something, on a specific topic, and they're like, oh, no, like, I I don't believe in transgender people or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if you ask them, J.K. Rowling, J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think if you ask them, you can't get upset with what their point of view is, mm-hmm. right? Now, if someone openly wants to say, "Oh, all black people or all Jewish people or all Mexican people should should or shouldn't be doing this," mm-hmm. and they're trying to speak on a on a specific demographic and putting them down. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that's unacceptable. And I don't think you should be canceled, but you got to be held accountable for your actions, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. at what point do you say, okay, well, this person's going to think this way. 
mm-hmm. let them think this way and let it be. Because mm-hmm. I think with cancel culture, there's so many things that happen where like the public keeps keeps feeding into it. Mm-hmm. Or sure. I mean, maybe with celebrities, they're just constantly in the news and we keep seeing the same shit over and over. I mean, I've, yeah, I thought about, like, is cancel culture good for our society mm-hmm. and, like, what it's doing? And uh, yes and no. So one of the things I don't like about canceling someone is that it doesn't allow healthy conversation because the accuser is shut out. So, and in turn, essentially, they are being robbed of two important things. The opportunity to understand how they might have hurt others mm-hmm. and, two, an opportunity to learn from their wrongdoing. One reason I do like cancel culture is because it does hold people accountable. Like, for example, when the justice system fails. So, like, one example of cancel culture that I do, that I am for, is was part of the Me Too movement with Harvey, is it Weinstein? Mm-hmm. Who was first canceled following allegations of sexual abuse dating back to the 70s by multiple people or by multiple women. And it was because women came together in numbers that he was held accountable because their accusations of him wasn't being taken seriously by the entertainment industry in the first place. So like, that's one example for like, like I'm all for it. That's great. There are others where if it's just a, an opinion, you're right. Like I don't, you can't really get mad at someone for their opinion. That's their opinion. And hopefully, again, that conversation can happen. I say this all the time. Like, we are human beings. We are social beings. And we should be able to, like, have conversations to kind of understand the other person's story. Yeah. It's crazy. So I was reading this article, and I don't have, like, the facts on it, but it was this woman who, I think I might have her name here, oh, Loretta Ross, who is an expert on women's issues, racism, and human rights. Mm-hmm. She spent time in prison working with, like, rapists. I don't, I don't know if it was, like, pedophiles, rapists, like, something. And But she got into actual conversations, in other words, doing the hard work that some people don't do, to kind of understand their side mm-hmm. and their opinion. And as you dig deeper, you come to find out that they didn't know what, some of them didn't know what they were doing wrong mm-hmm. and that they were abused themselves as a kid. So that's kind of like all they, that's what they know. Yeah. Um, and then with that, with that conversation happening, they were able to start some program in prison that was like prisoners against rape. I, I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that. But it was like something came of that conversation. Yeah. And they were able to like, oh, shoot. Okay, what I was doing was wrong. I'm not saying that that um, is true for like all rapists out there. But, yeah. But I think that's one issue with cancel culture that the people that are part of it. They part of it or victims? Part of it. Or the people, that, the, okay. the, the people that are for canceling a specific, uh, uh-huh. a certain person for what they did, right? Uh-huh. They'd rather see the repercussions being placed on the person than actually see, seeing someone change for the better, right? Yeah. Which I think that they do need a some mm-hmm. consequences need to be put in place for their actions. But yeah. at the same time, they do need to be given that chance to change. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to celebrities, do I think cancel culture really happens? I think it's temporary. Yes, because short-lived. It's extremely so. short-lived. Because, so. you know, so many people... We're worried about, oh, well, you know, well, I guess some celebrities are worried about like, oh, well, 
why am I not getting these gigs? Why am I not getting, being able to go into mm-hmm. these movies? I'm losing millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But wait a year, they're back on stage. Yes. They're back on the big screen, right? Yeah. Now, one example was one of the Logan brothers. I don't know what his name is, but the guy that boxes. No, 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 no. The older brother of the guy that boxes. But anyway, so he was in Japan. This was a YouTube video. He was in Japan, and there's this like suicide forest. So it's a forest where a lot of people go deep into it, and they commit suicide. It's hard mm-hmm. to be found in that forest. He decided to go in there. Why? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's the whole, let me get views. Let me find some crazy shit to post on YouTube. This is an actual forest where people go to commit suicide. Yeah, in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. I don't know where it's at. But, you know, I, I found the clip when all this shit happened. That's so sad. And so he goes in the forest. I think he takes a picture or a video of himself. And there's a person hanging behind him. Mm-hmm. And he thinks this is a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. You know? That's and messed up. And it took a long time for him to get canceled for that shit. Really? But then he put out an apology statement. And do I think it was genuine? Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think he just did it to save his ass. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. Did he really learn from it? I doubt it. Probably Because how many not. apology statements have been put out after someone's been canceled yeah. just so they could get back on the big stage, you know? For sure. And how do we know when to trust someone's apology statement? That's the hard part because there are a lot of people that think, oh, if they did this, if they did this once, they'll probably do it again, mm-hmm. you know? That's all right. I mean, I think about how many times a PRT might be behind an individual be like, no, you need to do this yeah. to save your ass. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or like, is it coming from a genuine place? Mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't know that we'll ever really know. Yeah. I think celebrities don't don't learn their lesson. You don't think so? Nope. Not at all. Is it just like an abuse of power thing or? I think that's one thing. Or like and also either, the way they, either way they know like, oh, even if I do this, I'm still going to have, I'm still going to have a following. Like the culture and the industry. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, I mean, I would say that what happened with Chris Brown, there's probably a lot of people within that circle that do the same shit. They just yeah. haven't gotten in trouble for it. Yeah. There's been a lot of stories about Trey Songs oh, and really? some of the crazy shit that he's done. I've never heard about Trey Songs, but let me hold on, go back to Chris Brown because he's one from way back when I've always been a little like unsure about because I'm never for abuse against women. Yeah. And. Uh, I was conflicted because I was like, oh, but I like his music. Mm-hmm. But do I continue listening to his music knowing the type of person that he is or yeah. what he has done? And so that gets into the debate of like art, the art versus the artist. Exactly. Because I, when that happened, I was dating someone mm-hmm. that, you know, they like Chris Brown. They liked his music. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so this shit went down and then you still like praise this person. Mm. I don't, by the way. I and, really try to not partake anything Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. If someone's like, oh yeah, it's Chris Brown music. I'm like, mm. Which, I, I just, I can't with him. You know, and this is, this is a weird take for me because I like the party music that he puts out. Yeah. I was really trying to poke at that this person that I dated, she stood for something. Mm-hmm. And when this, when one of her favorite artists decides mm-hmm. to do something that um, that didn't match up with her values, mm-hmm. you still supported this, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what do you really care about? Mm-hmm. And then it was, then it came to people talking about, oh, well, when do you separate the art from the, mm-hmm. from the actions? 
then I realized, okay, well, you have art here. Let's say someone that writes music, they're saying these words. Like, are you, do you really mean what you're singing? Do you stand by what you're singing? Mm -hmm. And if you do, then you, it doesn't match up with what really happened. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, Another one for me is Kanye. Like, I have not liked Kanye ever since long as time ago, like back in college. But why? I think so. Someone I knew had an interaction with him and he was like a douchebag. Like he was an asshole. He just like wasn't a good person Mm -hmm. all around. So that right there, like her personal experience with him just kind of like turned me off with him. And I was like, "Eh, okay, whatever. And then just his behavior, like it just kept on racking up and building. And just for a while, like I have not been a fan for a long time. And so now these days, I guess in my head, like, He's kind of he kind of is canceled to me. Like I don't care to show to show support for him. But do him. You, you think it's because of other people influencing that though? Um, other people influencing? No, I mean like if you treat someone like shit and garbage, like I'm not, I'm already mm. not going to be a fan of you. No, but didn't you mention that someone else had a bad experience? Yes. With yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Because so, it didn't happen to me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, shoot, I can have a friend, and if someone treated you poorly, I cannot be a fan of that person, mm-hmm. you know? And that's kind of, I guess that's where it started for me. But I think that there's a different type of relationship there, right? Because mm-hmm. that's your actual friend. Uh-huh. And you may not know the story behind what happened. I mean, mm-hmm. you may not know the story behind what happened between that person and your friend, but you also mm-hmm. may not know the story of what happened between the celebrity and that other person mm-hmm. or that individual where it came like that. Because I, I think that sure. if, if we're trying to be a little bit more kind-hearted to people. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say a celebrity was mistreating a fan. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had a shitty day, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. to think that, you know, maybe they're dealing with all, like, let's say paparazzi's all in their face mm-hmm. all fucking day, and then oh, you want to get a picture with a celebrity, and they're like, get yeah. out of my face. Yeah. You know, you don't know what happened. You're right. And so that's why I, in the beginning, I'm just, like, turned off by him. Like, he already was a little sour to me, yeah. right? And then it's just over the years... And his bad behavior and actions and whatever just keeps piling on. It kind of just adds to his resume for me. Mm-hmm. That's like, gosh, maybe this person really isn't a good person. Uh-huh. And uh, now, like, I really don't care, you know? Yeah. Like, I really don't care. And I'm not a fan. And, and uh, I don't care about his music or any of his clothing or the shoes or, like, anything, like, that has to <laughs> deal with him. Like, um, So let's say... And then, uh, and then there's the part of me... Oh shoot, he has like mental illness and like needs help and I don't think he does. <laughs> you don't think he does? I really don't. I think he has a plan. You think so? I really do. <laughs> I mean I haven't like thought about it too much, but there is that part of me that's like is he okay as a person? Well, I don't think he is. Well let's say this. So you obviously canceled him. Okay, Kanye, right? I guess I guess so, even though I've like never put that out there before. Okay, so let's say and this is my perspective. I don't I don't want to say cancel. I just like It's too late. You're already canceled. <laughs> so so if let's you ever say, say like seriously when someone says Kanye around me, I like cringe a little inside. Really? I do. I, I still fuck with his music. Okay, so let's say let's take your example where he treats people poorly right Mm -hmm. and then he puts out a song where he's saying that he loves people and he cares for everybody in the world for me that's when i don't fuck with him Uh you know it's the same thing as like people that put out songs about how much they love their women or whatever but then they're caught cheating and doing all this shit it's like well you're kind of misleading the story here and i think that your art should portray your personality 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to sing about, this is kind of an extreme, you're not going to want to sing about being a racist if you're not a racist, mm-hmm. right? You're mm-hmm. not going to want to sing yeah. about like being a slave to the masses if you aren't a slave to the masses. And For it's sure. like, that's where I think I draw the line. Mm-hmm. If your personality doesn't match up with how you, how you're portrayed to the public eye, mm-hmm. then I'm good. Then I don't fuck with you. Uh-huh. And you know, that's only the... And that's mostly like from a celebrity perspective or looking at celebrities, right? Mm -hmm. So I've seen stories or I read stories about like people in college, and this is mostly white people that like are on the East Coast and down South where they'll go to these parties. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, usually like blackface or you dress up as a different culture Mm -hmm. and it's kind of demeaning to the culture. Mm -hmm. And some people have gotten expelled Mm -hmm. for it. And those type of people, that those people are hard for me to actually see. It's hard for me to see whether these people were naive to what was going on. Mm-hmm. Because with a lot of racial tension in this country, yeah. I feel as if they knew what the fuck was happening. And that's something that you cannot change. Mm-hmm. You know, once you're in your like 20s and 30s, can they really see mm-hmm. the good in people of other ethnic backgrounds? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. And those are, those know. are the type of situations where I'm like, yeah, you're canceled. If I see your name on a list somewhere mm-hmm. and I knew what you did in the past, I don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm conflicted because there's a part of me that always wants to look at the good, the good of people. Except for Kanye. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what would I do if Kanye walked into this room right now? Like, what the fuck you say? <laughs> No, I mean, I'd be friendly, and I tried to get to know him, and but I, I mean, I don't know. That really? Could, if yeah, I, if I, I cancel I always, someone, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm um, good. So, like, so this is all I see of Kanye, like, from the media, right? Yeah. And, well, besides the instance with my friend or whatever, uh-huh. um, and her personal experience. So I'm biased because it's based off of what I see on social media and I'm not actually given a chance to get to know the person mm-hmm. for like who they actually are because one we all know what's wrong with social media yeah. it portrays a picture that's not necessarily um true or you know it's what am I trying to say you know what I'm trying to say I hope so that's just not their full truth yeah okay and so yes I think I will always I will try to give someone a chance if I were to meet them in person. Okay, so Kanye's not completely canceled in your book then. He's not. He just there's just like a bad he just leaves a bad taste in the mouth. Okay. Yeah. Spit it out. <laughs> I know we've been focusing a lot on like individuals and their actions, but I also want to bring another aspect to this, which is like organizations, companies, or brands as a whole and how cancel culture like almost forces them to think about their marketing strategy or how they do things and it allows their allows them to be more inclusive i think it causes them to tread lightly Mm. and that's what i don't like because like uh, because they you want to make they want to make money like do i trust big companies no Mm -hmm. no so and that's where like i've challenged i've found it more challenging for myself to accept certain companies based Mm -hmm. on what they do Mm -hmm. and let's take um Okay, let's take this, for example. Okay, In the U.S., do you think colorism is an issue? 
colorism is yeah. an issue. Yeah, or I guess just from your point of view, do you think colorism is an issue? Specific where, like, colorism. Where like you're discriminatory against people that are darker versus lighter. You could be the same ethnic background. Mm-hmm. For example, like Filipinos, how many times are people... Do you think um, the elders would be like, oh my God, you're so dark. Don't get too dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is an issue. Okay, it's an issue, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go to the Philippines or a mm-hmm. lot of other countries in Asia, there's a mm-hmm. lot of whitening cream being sold, right? Mm-hmm. And they have yeah. commercials out there for it. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I don't know the perspective out there of like, oh, do people, our generation say, no, fuck that, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Or no, fuck that, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Or are they more accepting of it, right? Mm-hmm. But if we, did, if we were to take those commercials here, it's like, mm-hmm. why are you guys... Mm-hmm. promoting that here that's messed up yeah and because it's culturally accepted over there yeah what we're supposed to hear it's not mm-hmm. which i think these companies are only treading lightly in the u.s mm-hmm. to meet our to satisfy our needs mm-hmm. right sure. within the u.s sure know your audience right uh, yeah <laughs> so i mean with these companies i don't that's all on my game. When do you, like, how far can you go back to say, oh, well, this company is fucked up? Because I've heard, like, Doc Martens. So Doc Martens are in, right? Mm-hmm. But I heard that dude was racist. Like, he was a Nazi. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. I didn't read up on it because I don't, I don't mm-hmm. fuck with Doc Martens. I don't buy them. I don't buy them for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a fashion statement, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is it okay to go that far back and be like, hey, maybe we should mm-hmm. cancel this company because dude was a Nazi? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or do you just let it go? Because it's a fashion statement. Yeah. Or because he simply didn't know. Yeah. Because I busted out my new Doc Martens over the weekend right. and I had no idea. Uh-huh. Um, or you like the backstory of it. Yeah. And like, let's say the whole Balenciaga issue. Mm. Let's say Balenciaga did this 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to buy their stuff now because they don't do it anymore? But they did do it, and they just did it yeah, like and, a couple weeks ago. Right, and for those of you that don't know, it's a, what, a bondage bear and child yeah. pornography or something like that? It's children posting, posing with bondage bears. Uh-huh. And, I mean, just like the setting overall um it's like unsettling like a little girl laying on a couch and there's glasses of wine around Mm -hmm. and then with the bondage bear how many years do you think it's going to take for them to be for people to forget (laughs) about it and start buying their stuff again years i don't even know years (laughs) which i don't Um, don't think they're going to lose a lot of money but mm -hmm. still when are people going to stand up for that and be like hey no this is this is not good at all Right, right. I mean, I do like that it's bringing conversation out there because this isn't something that should be looked over, you Mm -hmm. know? A lot of people talk about how with Balenciaga, like, anything that gets past a photo shoot at that stage, like, it's all intentional. Mm -hmm. Nothing ever happens by chance in these. And what I'm referring to is, so Balenciaga released their their, uh, apology statement or whatever. Okay. And they released more photos, um... It's like part of their spring line or something, but this time it's like with a woman and there's a book in the background. There's a book in the background, but you can like clearly read what that book is. And it's an art book. It's an artist with his art and it's like very disturbing images of young children like covered in like bodily fluids or just like something that's very disturbing. The fuck? So that's the one thing. Okay. And then the other one with the court documents yeah. on the table, yep. and I forget what kind of case it was, something mm-hmm. about, I don't know, 
sexual. Oh, that was part of the artwork. No, no, no. This that's is the separate. actual court case. This is separate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I heard about that one with the child pornography. Yeah. That was. That was. Those just, words were used in the court case. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like I think brands test us or test their audience to see like. Are they going to notice? And if they notice, how far is this going to go? Like, are we even going to get in trouble? Maybe they were hoping that we would, like, look past this yeah. or not. But either way, it's almost a sense of, it's almost, um like, grooming, yeah. you know? If you place a little here and there, you're, like, planting. Well, that's what marketing is, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is scary. Mm-hmm. It's just so scary because it's like, oh, shoot, how long have they been doing this? And maybe we didn't notice it or... And if we didn't notice it, they would have continued going. And then it would be like ingrained in our brain. Well, I don't know. Shit like that. <laughs> I'm like, shit like that. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I, I wouldn't buy Balenciaga mm-hmm. stuff. And I think that. I can't afford it anyway. Speak for yourself. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, I can't afford that shit. I'm good. I'm good. So if you want me to afford it, um, I'm not going to buy it. You know, this is your time to sponsor us. Definitely not Balenciaga. <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, when it comes to things like that, I do choose to, like, stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if I have the opportunity to buy it, like, I don't, I don't want to give my money to a company like that. Mm-hmm. company I have had trouble with mm-hmm. is Nike. Um, Why? I mean, just the whole Tell me child labor um fair wages and i think there is an issue with like jordan investing in um prisons and stuff like that i mean i i chose not to read into it Mm. and that's where i'm kind of torn i'm like i don't even know about this jordan thing yeah yeah it's interesting like what information gets to you and not me or like anybody you know it's Uh kind of like it's selective with people here with social media yeah just because it's out there doesn't mean that it it's that widespread or that mainstream Mm mm-hmm Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just tough. that I've been buying this stuff for a really long time, and mm-hmm. I don't agree with what they're doing. Uh-huh. Do I think they can make a change that they should? Yes. Yeah. Do I support what's happening overseas? No. Yeah. But I don't know. It's I don't know. I have to sit back and think on that. You're really conflicted. Yeah. Well, okay, let's go back They've- to – let's go back to the um, – what is it? What's that Chicago Bulls documentary that they put out? Um, the Last Dance. Have you seen it at all? No. Okay. Well, anyways, Last Dance is about the Chicago Bulls, all the people that are part of that great team from like 90, I think it was like 95 to 99. Mm-hmm. Ah, no, probably longer than that. Because it was the sixth championship. So it was, for, it was from a seven-year span. So... Anyways, there's a small clip where they're talking about how Jordan didn't make a political stance because people from both parties buy my shoes, mm-hmm. you know? And at that point, it's like, well, money seems more important to you mm-hmm. versus standing up for the right thing. Yeah. There was an issue with LeBron when all the protests were happening in China and people were dying. Um, I think military tanks were being brought out to the city. I think this was in Hong Kong. Or Beijing, it's either one of those. There were um, there were some protests happening. I think it was also around the time there was an election in Taiwan. I mean, I'm hoping I'm not getting the dates mixed up, but it, there was an issue with protesters and the government in China. Okay. And 
I think someone asked LeBron about his point of view on it. Okay. But he didn't want to speak up about it because it was going to mess up his image, his finances, his Mm. association with Nike. Oh. So, you know, these companies have control over people, these celebrities, these A-list celebrities, Mm -hmm. and they have control over them because they can take away a lot of their money. Yeah. And that really, really, really sucks. And, you know, when it comes to cancel culture, I think it's hard to cancel a lot of these companies that are well established or even to hold them accountable mm-hmm. because in the end they're really just worried about money yeah right so they'll say whatever they need to say in order to get their money mm-hmm. and they've done a really good job at like brand loyalty uh, yeah <laughs> a really good job yeah. well so for certain people celebrities non-celebrities like have you have you felt like you had to set aside your values in life in order to still accept those people because there's something there that still sticks with you? Not really. I mean, so, like, I think about the examples I previously already talked about with Chris Brown and Kanye. Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of sucks that I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe that was a good Chris Brown song, but I don't want to listen to it. Or, like... I don't know. And actually, I don't really think, like, Yeezys are cute or anything that he brings out. It's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, I have no problem with separating okay. that. So I guess what's your take on cancel culture then? Like, wh- what do you think needs to happen to hold people accountable? Yeah, so to me, what's, like, more important is a, a person's, like, moral compass. Yeah. Are they a good person or not? at the root of all things. Mm -hmm. But anyways, what needs to happen with cancel culture, so I was reading an article, again, by Loretta Ross. She said a call in, so not a call out or cancel, but a call in is a call out done with love. And what I like about it is that it encourages discussion and debate. Mm -hmm. And it allows for all sides like to be heard even though it might end with let's agree to disagree moment. Mm-hmm. I think people in general just want to be heard. Yeah, so what happens with that let's agree to disagree statement, though? Because, <sighs> like, with with labeling something right and wrong, it's extremely subjective. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their point of view. And then yeah. when do you sit back and say, okay, well, May- just let them be. I hope from that conversation or any conversation with two different parties with differing sides is that there can be a little bit of understanding Yeah. for them to walk away and be like, okay, I see what you're saying or I see where you're coming from, but I still don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on the same page with that. Right? What more can you do at that point? Yeah. Because again, I don't like cancel culture because it shuts out the person. I'm all for giving and other people like a benefit of the doubt. Should you give Chris Brown the benefit of the doubt? Should I? He walks through that door. <laughs> I will try to get to know him on a more personal level. I don't know. Like, has he changed over the years? Has he kind of like uh, corrected his wrongdoing? Yeah. You know, has he done the hard work? Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that's like what I care about. It's not just like, oh, shoot, he did this because. We all, we all make mistakes. Yeah. We all do. So I actually read a book, and the book I read over my birthday, it was like, there's no such thing as bad people. It's just good people who do bad things, or good people who 
good people who might do bad things. Mm, (laughs) And I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, again, more people do good than bad, right? (laughs) Uh, uh, Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Um, But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a very tricky topic. Very hard topic. So like, so yeah, so no, I don't like cancel culture. No, I don't like calling people out. I'm all for let's talk, let's discuss, and because everything is so complex. Everything is so complex, and you don't know where the other person is coming from. What about you? You know, I'm not, I'm not completely for cancel culture. Like I said earlier, there's some things that should not happen, mm-hmm. and you know, I I do think that sometimes these people understand. Like, no, that's that shouldn't have happened, and you knew you fucked up. Yeah. I think I need to do my homework, and before I decide, like, I don't fuck with someone anymore, I want to try to understand that person's point of view. And not be influenced by the masses? Well, I I don't think I am influenced by the masses, almost with anything, because I don't really cancel anybody out, unless I'm like, I feel like you fucked me over, personally, Uh right? Uh So, like, the whole thing with Kanye, like, Majority of the shit I see online, people don't fuck with Kanye. Uh huh. I still fuck with him, like because mm-hmm. I, I see a different perspective. Do I want to take the time, or should I take the time to try to see what's going on? Mm-hmm. Maybe, but mm-hmm. only if I'm going to decide whether I want to cancel him or not. I think it's important for myself to just make a conscious effort to read up on certain topics so I can get a better understanding versus saying just, oh, I saw this headline, this person is fucked up. For sure. Right? So same thing like even for Donald Trump. I don't really fuck with him. Mm -hmm. But I think it's still important for me to understand what is his point of view and what, like, why is he acting this way, you know? Mm -hmm. If Donald Trump walked into the room right now. (laughs) I don't really <laughs> fuck with you, bro. Like, I really don't fuck with you. What do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is like just for people in general. Even people that I've seen, like, that I've hung around. You know, uh-huh. so, there's one time someone came up to me. They were trying to tell me something about something that happened in the past. I knew the story. I saw uh-huh. the story. Saw the story written down. And I was like, I, I don't really fuck with you. You know, mm-hmm. you're kind of canceled in this lane. You know, I'll, I'll be around you. Mm-hmm. converse with you mm-hmm. but i hold you accountable for your actions mm-hmm. and this is where you stand in my life mm-hmm. and you don't go past that boundary mm-hmm. because i know how you are do i need to see you change right not like mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck what if i have changed that's good for them okay you're still done with them yeah good for them mm-hmm. only because for me when i take the time to actually learn about a person and depending on what they do mm-hmm. what they've done mm-hmm. I still think that that trait stays with them and there's a possibility for them to do it again. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the racial stuff, if you're younger, immature, naive, I kind I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like in your 30s and 40s and you're still acting a certain way, I'll mm-hmm. fuck with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had a conversation with someone at a bar one time. He had to be like 40s in his 40s or 50s. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you believe that black people were oppressed or like racism is real? And I told him my point of view Mm -hmm. and he was like oh it's not real I'm like what do you mean Mm -hmm. how are you gonna tell me like what happened to me wasn't real Mm -hmm. and he's like oh but it's not because of this 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 and this I forgot what he said Mm -hmm. but you know everybody at that table was like oh don't fuck with him like 
get him out of there. And like, even if that person the next day was like, oh, oh, you know, I learned so much about this stuff, like how people have been treated. I've seen documentaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't fuck with them. I've already canceled you. If you've mm-hmm. learned, that's great. Pass that education on to someone else that you could possibly change. You do cancel people. Yeah. <laughs> depending on what they depending on what they do. Yeah, yeah, depending yeah. Depending on what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I guess like looking back on everything we talked about, I, I think it is important for people to make that extra effort to learn more about the situation rather than just reading up on the headlines. And you know, I have to hold myself accountable and actually do that, which I do want to read up more on the whole Kyrie Irving and um Kanye situation because mm-hmm. I had a one-on-one conversation with a client uh-huh. that is of Jewish descent and mm-hmm. you know I wanted to understand how she felt um, or how these tweets or the whole situation affected her yeah. emotionally right yeah. and she was torn you know mm-hmm. the issue is that like she would read the tweets see what happened she at first she was like yeah this is really fucked up and then it wasn't until she saw the comments that made it even worse yeah and that's when you know when you look at into someone else's life and see like how this is affecting them even though it doesn't affect you i think it's important to understand how it's affecting other people Mm -hmm. i think that's when you got to sit back and say okay well what the fuck is really going on yeah so yeah because with cancel culture i think it's easy for people to have like a mob mentality yeah (laughs) whether they believe it or not they're just like ooh, Mm -hmm. let me join in and uh, i mean there's just so many wrong things online bullying is another one it incites violence you know i mean so there's like a lot of things i don't like about cancel culture Mm -hmm. but um yeah that's stuff i mean good for you i think that's really good that's a really good point and uh, i mean i've always said like we're all human beings we all make mistakes the end of the day we are social creatures Mm -hmm. but for me what i care about is just that moral compass and are you know are you a good person or not i think people can learn from their mistakes. Yeah. I think that's what I believe. <laughs> yeah. And, well, don't, and don't get me wrong. Like, I do believe that people can learn from the mistakes. Yeah, you're just It's, it's just a matter of whether <laughs> I need to accept it or not, you know? Yeah. Because, or if you want to associate yourself with them. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't need to associate. You don't need to. Or you just... No. Nobody has to associate yeah. um, with someone that's done something wrong. Mm-hmm. But at least understand that they do have the possibility to change, which I think, yeah. you know, it's also really important because... I've spoken with people before. They're like, I'm a changed person or I'm trying to be better for people. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I still know how you were. And like if that person affected me, mm-hmm. so let's say if Kanye affected me personally, like I still know how that person is. Yeah. I don't have to accept you, but hopefully you made a change that someone else can accept you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? If it's not too late. Yep. If it's not too late. <laughs> I mean, it's never too late. It's never too late. Unless it's for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's too late. So if I, yeah, so you know, you got a little time limit there. If you fuck <laughs> up, I might give you a little bit of time, but after a while, you cut. It, I mean, yeah, there's some people out there like once they're done with you, they're done with you, mm-hmm. and they are not changing their mind. Yes, and that's fine. But then there are other people who give people second chances. <laughs> so remember, we all have different journeys in life. What may be right for me might not be right for you, and vice versa. We are hoping that this episode enlightened you and inspired you to bring up these types of conversations in your community. Hoping that you don't cancel us either. Um, <laughs> we hope that you... We laugh, but we're not <laughs> Sorry, joking. Yeah, definitely not joking. No, it's... Okay, first off, it's it's important to have these conversations. Yes, and that's the exactly. that's the reason why we have this podcast. So please don't cancel us. <laughs> 
hoping that you can be a part of our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at life.ini. Till next time. Unless we're canceled. We're not going to be. <laughs> <laughs>